Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. Wanted to share a link with you guys, a link to an article talking about the corporate debt market. And it goes very much along the lines of what I have been saying for quite some time. Now, as the low interest rate world has forced people into ever riskier assets, it's caused people to go into corporate debt, like high yielding corporate debt. And another way of saying high yield is by saying junk. And they call it junk for reasons, because the idea of these corporations being able to pay back all their bond bondholders, all their creditors, is a very unlikely scenario considering how far out they have put themselves, like as far as how much debt that they have put themselves into. And I just wanted to share, like like I said, I wanted to share this link with you guys, but listen to this. Listen to the, one of the paragraphs in here. It says like this. While government interventions such as the pay, Paycheck Protection Program help the environment of liquidity and low rates sustained by the Federal Reserve Bank since the 2007-2009 financial crisis has created a market dynamic where almost all companies can raise debt capital. As a result, pension funds and other asset managers have spent the last 12 years searching for yield in a low-rate environment, stretching down the credit spectrum to buy exposure to riskier companies in order to hit their benchmark returns. At the same time, more providers of debt capital have, in, have emerged, creating a largely unregulated and untested asset class of alter, alternative credit providers. These two forces have propped up companies and provided affordable capital in all, I'm sorry, afforded, provided affordable capital all the way down to the smallest private companies in a typical supply chain. Now, he's referring to the supply chain breaking down when these corporations begin to fail, but this is something that we really have to keep our eyes on, and it's something that I have said for quite some time, that as the Federal Reserve begins to raise their interest rates, you're going to find those interest rates that are basically being paid out on the Treasury bonds, those things are going to start going higher. It's the yield on these Treasury bonds. Once the yield on those Treasury bonds begins to increase, investors who have been searching for this higher yield, as, as they put it, um, as a result of pension funds and other asset managers have spent the last 12 years searching for yields in a low-rate environment. So this is what they've done. Like Typically, they would want to go into U.S. Treasuries, the safest, most secure asset in the entire world, guaranteed to pay, no doubt about it, because the United States has a printing press. Even Greenspan has said this. He said that he will. There's no, no chance of default. However, the purchasing power that comes from that he cannot guarantee. And now that's something that we have talked about quite a bit on here. So as the Federal Reserve begins to raise the interest rates, as they reel in the, the quantitative easing, as they, you know, as they begin the tapering program, which is still putting their foot on the gas, but once their foot comes off the gas. In these treasury bonds, if they don't sell them, I mean, they will essentially just become due. They will mature. 
that money will go back to the Federal Reserve. And if they do not roll that into new debt, into new Treasury bonds, then that's money disappearing from the system. That is money basically being destroyed. That is a deflationary scenario. And this is what they're talking about going into the future. Now, a lot of people will focus in on prices. They'll say, like, no, just look at the prices. We have tons of inflation. Inflation is the expansion of money and credit. Prices are the results of that. Okay? Monetary policy takes months. From the time that the Federal Reserve starts messing with their monetary policy, you're talking six months to a year later before you see the effects of it into the economy. So this is kind of the situation that we're going into right now is that we have high yield in corporate debt, which isn't high yielding anymore. That yield is coming down as more and more investors are searching for that high yield, looking for that return on their investment. And so these pension funds are putting themselves out on, on risk. I mean, they're pushing themselves out there on the risk table because like, they're buying into corporations that may not succeed. And now they put safety nets in for this. They, they, they say like, hey, you have to have a credit rating of a particular level in order for these pension funds to buy into it so they're not just buying into a bunch of junk. Well, even in this, they talk about it. At the same time, more providers of debt capital have emerged, creating a largely unregulated and untested asset class of alternative credit providers. Now, I'm assuming that they're talking about collateralized loan obligations. Now, think about this for just a minute. You got co companies that can't even sell their bonds. Like they are at such risk of default that they can't even sell bonds. They have to take out regular old loans from banks. And now these loans that are being given to these corporations who are incredibly risky, those loans are being purchased and collateralized into securities called collateralized loan obligations. So all these companies who can't even sell a bond because they're so risky are taking out loans. Those loans are getting jumbled together and then being sold off at a higher credit rating. So what they do is they put all these loans into a security and then they cut it up into different, what they refer to as tranches. These tranches will get paid first. So as the companies who all have these loans in the security, as they start paying, paying back their loans, the highest tranches get paid first. It goes from the first and the second. And as you go down the different tranches, the risk goes up, the interest that they pay goes up. But like I said, you know, if you're going into these risky assets, you are taking on an incredible amount of risk because everything that's going into these particular assets is incredibly high risk. Even though they put it at a tranche where it gets paid first, those credit ratings go up. So here a pension fund can actually buy into these collateralized loan obligations so long as they're buying the highest tranches first, which have a credit rating that meets the capabilities of what these pension funds can buy. Even though nothing in it is worthy. This is scary. This is one of the things that they're talking about right here. So as time goes on, if the interest rates begin to rise, we could find where these a lot of these corporations may end up in a very similar situation that Evergrande is going through, where they have to come up with ever-increasing amounts of either taking out ever-increasing amounts of debt to keep their system going, or they have to start selling off their assets. And part of what they can sell off is their stocks. So you can imagine that as time goes on and things get very, very painful. That's the only way I can really describe it is pain. Like as people realize that they're not going to get paid back what they thought that they were, that their pension funds are not going to be able to provide for them the life that they thought that was going to be coming from those pension funds. This article is really describing a very, um, 
a very crisis situation that could come from it. And I mean, there is little doubt in my mind that we are going to experience some sort of economic downturn caused by these corporate debts on all these zombies who pretty much would not exist right now if it wasn't for the fact that we're living in a low interest rate world. If these interest rates start to tick up, they won't be living in that world. I mean, they won't be living. That's that's all there is to it. And unless somebody out there is willing to take on their debt to say, hey, man, you're a risky company, but you pay a high interest rate, I'm going to hand you a bunch of money. Unless somebody's willing to do that, I just don't see where these corporations are going to be able to get out of this particular situation without, like, serious pullbacks. Like, it would have to take, like, all of a sudden being responsible. And that is just something I just don't see taking place here in this, in this environment. People are addicted to debt. They need it. They needed to survive. And if you just want to relate it down to something that is not debt, just relate it to drugs. And imagine somebody who is incredibly addicted to drugs and the measures that they will go through and just the mentality that they have where they will not, will not satisfy for anything else. And the moment that you tell them, hey, I'm going to take this away, they will flip out even if you haven't done it yet. Think about that. Relate drugs to debt and just compare it to what's going on in the environment right now as far as or in, in the in the economy. And you will see a much clearer picture on it. Anyway, I'm going to leave a link down in the description for this. Uneducated economist, you guys let me know.